Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. All right, we got a great show lined up today. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I'm doing something that I don't usually do. I'm Ali Hassan, by the way. Uh, Marco Tempano came in hot off the top there. Um, he's the drink maker. I'm the food maker. And uh, we're not switching roles, but I'm doing some drink making, it would appear. I asked Ali, do you have this? Do you have that? I'd like you to make uh, the, the cocktail that we're going to make off the top of the show with me. And let's and I, just say I that never we're... said no that many times to one person. I'm so <laughs> sad. I'm so sorry. So we have a special cocktail that I'm going to call the Quarantini. Do it. And call it that. Look, I'm going to call it that, Ali, because I feel like a lot of people are quarantined. They're like, I don't know. I want to use some of the liquor that I have in my cabinet. What should I do? Don't fear your liquor cabinet. Dive right in. And don't worry. If you have a recipe for a cocktail that you're going to do and you're like, I don't have this. I don't have that. Just sub in something. So we'll do that when we make this quarantini today. You're going to see, I'm going to make it one way. You're going to make it another way. And I'm sure they'll, they'll both be great. Tonight was the night I was going to stop drinking. But all right, buddy, this is what you want from me. This is who you Listen, need me to be. Let's do it. We all got to make sacrifices, okay? <laughs> so um, I'm going to start. So mine's going to be a lemony kind of drink. So I'm going to start with two ounces of limoncello. Do you have limoncello? I don't have limoncello. And in fact, I thought limoncello was a soft drink. And you corrected me, berated me, and reminded me that it is, in fact, a, a, a liqueur, I guess. It's some kind of booze. I didn't know that. I know yeah, very I little mean, about limoncello. Okay, so you're thinking limonata, which is an Italian soft drink made limonata, with lemon. Right? That's Limon- what I was Yeah, thinking. like, it's, it's two entirely different words, but you heard what you wanted to hear, Ali. <laughs> so not impressed with that. You've never had limoncello? I probably have. I've had lemon drops and all kinds of cocktails in my life. I'm not usually asking the right questions. No, clearly you're not. So limoncello is a uh, alcohol, a liqueur that's made in uh, the Campania region of Italy, right? So where Naples is, the Amalfi Coast, and the lemons are from the Amalfi Coast. And if you've ever been there and seen these lemons, they're the size of a baby's head. No joke. (laughs) They're the biggest lemons I've ever seen in my life. And what they do is they take the uh, lemon peel. It's got quite a bit of pith. And they put it in alcohol until they extract all the lemon flavors, all the alcohol from the actual lemon. And they make this alcoholic drink. It's something that a lot of people will have as an after-dinner liqueur. Uh, It's often used in desserts. It's got, as you would imagine, a really lovely and strong lemony flavor. And what else is Does it go in any other alcohols or it's really a limoncello for alcohol and then in all kinds of other sorbets and things like that? You can use it on just about anything. So if you have a sorbet, even just the most bullshit garbage sorbet you have, you drizzle some limoncello on it and it takes it somewhere else. But limoncello is this Italian after dinner liqueur with notes of lemon strong notes of lemon that help with digestion and just a pleasant overall flavor. It's a great summer drink on ice, neat, accompanying something by itself. Right now, we put two ounces in our 
cocktail. I have, you haven't in your quarantine. No, now you can use vodka. You can use gin for any uh, teeny type drink you're going to make. So you're going to use an ounce of your vodka. I'm using Tito's vodka. What vodka are you using? I'm going to use uh, Iceberg Canada's vodka is what they call themselves. Oh, nice. Uh, from, from, uh, it comes, uh, the water comes from uh, an actual iceberg. They braved the North Atlantic to bring back the world's purest water to make the world's purest vodka, plain and simple. I love this company, by the way. I don't care. It's a, it, I will say this. I agree with you. It's a great brand of vodka. Okay, good. Finally, we agree on something for the love of God. All right, a half ounce of lemon juice. Tell me you got lemon juice, my my I got friend. Lemon juice. I got lemon juice. You can even go stronger with your lemon juice. I'm using a half ounce because I've got limoncello in there, but right. you go so go wild. If you want, if okay. you want it to be more lemon forward because you don't have the limoncello, put an ounce in. Okay. Are you squeezing the lemon? I am, and I'm also using uh, little baby mason jars, which would upset you probably because you're so no, no, not at all. Listen, whatever you have and to do to make it mason jars over here. As long as you're not drinking this martini in a lem in a mason jar, yeah, I'm okay with it. All right. So then, once you're done that, you're going to use a half ounce of an orange liqueur. So in this case, I'm using triple sec. You can use Cointreau. You can use Grand Marnier. You can use any of those sort of orange liqueur, orange yeah. flavored liqueurs. This was the only yes I gave you of all yeah. the things you asked me. Uh, the only thing I had is triple sec, and the reason is because. I love margaritas, so I have to. And I was like, do you have some whiskey that you could do a rinse in your glass? Whiskey's no. been drank. Have... Oh, man. Whiskey's been bought ago. and consumed many times during the pandemic. How much triple sec, bud? You're going to use a half ounce. Now, you could even go a little heavier with that because you don't have the limoncello in there. If oh, you want a little I bit more of that uh, astringent. Uh, are you just free pouring? I'm free pouring. Is that? Oh, uh, hey, I got good eyes. I got good eyes. Come on. Uh, Okay. You're like my wife. My wife free pours everything and she makes the strongest drinks you'll ever see. It's, when my when my wife makes you a drink, it's like a punch in the face. You only get one and then you're knocked on your ass. Listen, I actually uh I actually forgot to bring the shot glass downstairs, but I was like, <laughs> I can't do that. I can't be like Marco who's always forgetting something. So I I just uh, I pretended that I was okay, but yeah. No, so I you're the opposite it. of perfection is what you're saying. Oh god, yeah. only today. Only today. All right, so I asked you to make a simple syrup. Yes. I'm going to be using uh, the simple syrup that I've used last time on this show, the lavender jasmine simple syrup, mm -hmm. and that's from Kvass. Uh, we're going to try to get them on uh, an episode, but uh, it's a syrup that's made in Niagara region. So it's a local syrup, yeah. and I love the, the flavors of lavender. I think lavender and jasmine have a great sort of floral note that will uh, sort of indicate spring, which seems to be coming. So what kind of simple syrup did you make? My friend? I, uh, I made a, a simple syrup, which is, by the way, um, to just to remind people, one cup sugar to one cup water, right? One to one ratio in the syrup. That's right. And then I used mint leaves and I, uh, I did the old Marco trick, which is slap them hard, nice firm slap to get out the essential oils to sort of activate those leaves. And then I dumped them in the syrup the entire time that it was uh, simmering. Fantastic. So you've got a mint flavored syrup. Yeah. Also you, for to celebrate summer, but. You can use whatever botanicals you want. And once again, like you said, it's a, it's a, a simple syrup is exactly as the name suggests. Very simple. You can use a tea kettle and boil that water and just pour it with the exact amount of sugar. Give it a stir till all that sugar is dissolved and then add your botanicals and let them sit maybe yeah. simmer them on the stove uh so you're going to put a half ounce of your simple syrup in that drink okay uh and then marco i also have these bitters right this dsb bitters 
this was uh, base, local Niagara wine grape, finishing, botanicals, and local fruit, flavors of cherry, clove, and orange. Does this play a role in this drink, you think? Okay, so that's going to have, the clove is really going to give it a strong flavor. So what I would say to you is this, and I said to Ali, just bring out anything that you have that you might want to try in the drink. And this is what I tell our audience too, especially during these times. So when you have the base, which is a strong alcohol like gin or vodka, and you add some other sort of complementing flavors, like in this case, I'm using limoncello and triple sec, you're using triple sec, and then a simple syrup. I would say, hold off with that bitters, try the martini we're going to make. And then if you want to give it some lift or some more characteristics, Put a couple of drops into your uh, martini, maybe reshake it, maybe give it a stir and see how that changes it. Okay. I don't, I don't know how to tell you this. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I literally asked you the question. I assumed you were going to say yes. So I put three drops in and then you finished your sentence and you say, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to Okay. Listen, it's so, all good. Look, anyway, that's listen. but that's that's you're illustrating my point. Cocktails should be approachable. So what? You put a couple of drops in your friggin' party. I just feel bad. I'm known as a good listener. That was very no, bad no, listening. Listen. I didn't even wait for you to finish. I'm like, ah, I'm sure he's gonna say yes because you are very accommodating in the cocktail world. And listen, uh, in fact, you said no. If it tastes like garbage, yes, just make it again. That's what I mean. A lot of people are scared to make cocktails. A lot of people are like, it's beyond the scope of what I can do. It's not. If it works out, great. Drink it. Have fun. If it doesn't and you make a mess and a disaster like Ali's probably going to do, don't ooh, worry about it. Ooh, ooh. All right. So shake that thing. Shake your bad boy up. And while you're shaking. ice in there. You, I was okay. going to put ice. Was there supposed to be well, ice I assume, in the beginning? I assume there was ice yeah, no, no, in no. your shaker. Okay. Well, Ali's making, putting ice. I'm going to shake mine because it's going to take forever. It's so funny. Notice how when he goes to make a cocktail... Not the easiest thing in the world for him to do. And now we shake. Okay, you shake. I'm going to pour my martini because I've already pre-shaken. It's a beautiful color. It's got that little bit of froth that I love in a martini. I'll show you mine. You can garnish this with whatever you want. I'm not going to garnish it because I'm going to be enjoying it. And I don't need a lemon peel in it, but I would probably say have a lemon peel in it. And I'm going to give mine a taste. Are you shaking yours? I just shook it. I just okay, what? Cheers, 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 Sante. You're, okay. oh, you're drinking out of a mason, a mason jar, aren't you? Okay, just stop it. Oh, you're killing stop me. It. You're killing me. All right, Sante. <laughs> this is actually mine, delicious, by the way. Mine is fantastic. Do you taste the clove in yours? It doesn't overpower I the do. rest of it. No, it doesn't overpower, but it's uh, it's. For, I thought it wouldn't come out because of the mint, but it's coming out. It's there. And this is what I love. Anything that you hear teeny, some sort of teeny, that's why I called it a quarantini. It's just the same old bullshit like everything else. It's either gin-based or vodka-based, and then you add a complimentary liquor. I mean, you if you had Lillet in your in your uh, fridge, you could put some Lillet in it. Anything that's kind of light, fruity, or in this case, citrusy is really going to lift that. I really implore you, try making simple syrup and use it in some cocktails. You will not be disappointed, especially during these times. That was great, bud. Honestly, um, I, I'm going to add that... Uh... Marco does bring this uh, sort of can-do DIY attitude to um, cocktail making. Uh, if you've been listening to the show for the last little while, you know there's a lot of spillage. There's a lot of shit. I forgot this. There's a lot of weight. I got to cut. And that does not deter him. 
that in fact makes his resolve <laughs> stronger. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to go get it. You know what? I, ice spills. These things happen. So you don't actually need to be a perfectionist. I know you're making fun of me for my imperfections here. Uh, but even with my loosey goosey style here, this is a very enjoyable drink. I did. I was like, all of a sudden I was like, should I, I put, should I put the basil in, I think, and not the mint, but you know what? Still great. Listen, today you put the mint, tomorrow you put the basil. There it is. The next day, maybe try rosemary cranberry, whatever you want, man. And you make yourself a, a teeny. But uh, I'm I'm so pleased to be celebrating with the, celebrating a quarantini with you here today, Ali. Me too, buddy. Me too. Now, yeah, can I just mention fun. for our audience, uh, there is a great thing that's happening tomorrow night. It is a COVID benefit concert series. And it is all the proceeds... Rays are going to go to the Bartenders Guild and Restaurant Workers Community Foundation COVID relief funds, okay? So this is for the bartenders and the servers out there, restaurant workers, who are kind of being fucked right now because of what's going on. I mean, we all are suffering in some sort of way, or we're all dealing, perhaps suffering is too strong a word, we're all dealing with this in some sort of way, but people who work in this industry are are really feeling, um, you know, what's going on. Yeah. And so this concert series is happening tomorrow night. And it's going to feature Mario Cantone and Jerry Dixon. And they're going to be performing their previously unreleased American songbook concert, which was celebrated at the Lincoln Center concert series. So uh, definitely check that out. If you can give, give. But uh, we'll put the website on our show notes. But it's covidbenefitconcert.com. And you can check out Mario Cantone and Jerry Dixon tomorrow night. And these, this benefit concert series is going, in my opinion, to a great cause. Totally. And, you know, think of the, it's, it's kind of like the arts right now. You know, people are so dependent heavily on the arts uh, of all kinds, right? For, for entertainment right now. We sure. need to remember that. The same thing goes for our restaurant and um, bartenders, surfers, like we depend on them. We realize that now more than ever, you know, you go out makes your day when somebody serves you well, makes your day when somebody takes their job seriously and brings some passion to it. These are people who are doing that and they're feeling a massive, massive pinch like we could have never imagined. So whatever you can do, please do. Thanks for yeah, that. And if if, if Mario Cantone can't put a smile on your face and the talent of Jerry Dixon can't make you happy, then then I don't know, man. Maybe you don't have a heartbeat is all you I can weren't, say. You weren't meant to smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, so I'm so thrilled you're enjoying your cocktail. I'm enjoying my cocktail. I throw it over to you now, Ali, for the next part of our show. Enjoying. I feel a little lightheaded up top here, but I got a little bit of a loosey-goosey vibe to me. Anyway, it's good. It's it's exactly in in line with what we wanted to do today. We want to um, kind of welcome summer. Look, it's, it's mid-May. Whatever the weather is where you are, it may not be completely in line with summer. Uh, in Toronto, where we are, it's a little cooler than we would like it to be, but the sun's coming out, good vibes are coming out. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about opening up the economy, parts of it. There are places where it's being opened eh, a little too hastily in some places. Doesn't matter. We're not going to talk about you, Georgia, but uh, we there are places where, you know, we can oh, see buddy. we can see the light. Tell me. I tell know. Me, tell I, me. I don't know. Like, I'm on your page. I think it's a bit soon. Uh, I would rather just be home with my heels kicked up drinking this martini, but we'll see how it goes, my friend. I wish it all the best. I hope it goes as good as everybody's anticipating or hope it, hoping it's going. I just don't know. But we're yeah. here with you. Whether you're staying inside or not, yeah. we'll be here with you. So we got a delivery yesterday, speaking of staying inside, from a company called Grow, Gather, and Co., 
if you can, if you live in it, you know, when I do the drop down, they say which state and then you go, oh, I'm Canadian. Okay. Which province? So I'm not sure where their delivery, you know, where they exist, but here in Toronto, they are uh, basically a, a delivery company that gets products from local uh, suppliers and manufacturers. So they get bread from Matacione. They get bread from um, a broad flour. These are companies that make terrific, terrific breads. They get uh, pasta from the Familia Baldassare that Marco has talked nice. about many times here. And then they get- It's around uh, the corner from my house, your man. house that we still haven't when we, been. When we can get together, that's the first place I'm going to take yeah. you. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. sorry. You're it's saying Familia time. Baldassare. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then fruits and vegetables. So, so we get a, a basket. We get a $60 basket. The basket is kind of a surprise. Onions and potatoes for sure. And then a variety of different beets and fennel and thyme. And there's some herbs and there's some fruit. So it's just great. Like it lights up the- the kitchen when it arrives. We like yourself, you know, we've tried these delivery companies before. Maybe it's because of the pandemic. It's even more sure. exciting. So we get this loaf of like this sunflower sourdough, you know, Yum. coated in the seeds and it's just, you cut into it and it's so amazing. And for some reason I thought that summary and then the mint leaves arrived uh, courtesy of my wife who went out there and, and, uh, and, and did some shopping. And then I had these alfalfa sprouts that I had bought as well. And I was like this, I'm going to make like an incredible, summary sandwich and by that i mean it's light but it's got a very very um uh, flavorful uh, uh herbs and things like that so the mint went in the sandwich i um you can steam them i i lightly fried some sweet potato i lightly fried some eggplant right so they were both soft so one side of the sandwich one bread has hummus the other side has pesto and i put it all together but really what made this the most amazing sandwich was these alfalfa sprouts, which I have here. I don't know if you get into these things, alfalfa sprout, sprouts and uh, uh, all these different shoots and sprouts. And things. I just, what they do to a sandwich is incredible. And of course, my curiosity, I had to look it up. I had to look up what these sprouts are. Alfalfa were named by the Arabs. How do you like that? Huh? How do you like that, yes, Marco? I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't know what you're suggesting. I do I not know. have a problem with that I at all. I don't know what I'm suggesting either. Well, but... alpha would be from the Greek alpha, the first letter of the alphabet, right? No, this is al. Al meaning the, and then falfa, I don't know what that is in Arabic. But they recognize them as the father of all foods and apparently full of vitamins and minerals, very low in calories, and, uh, and and very easy to grow, apparently inexpensive if you're making your own. So I, we just don't get them enough. And I really feel like we should because what they do in a sandwich and a salad is just incredible. Um, they also have vitamin K, which is key if you want to absorb the calcium that you're already you're sort of taking or, or consuming wherever you're, you're getting it from. Uh, you don't hear vitamin K too often, huh? No, and, man. Um, I don't know. There's vitamin C. There's a, a bunch of different things. It's good for, 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 um, it's got antioxidants and all this kind of stuff. It's, I was like, man, I'm just eating something because it tastes good. When you find out as a bonus that it has so many great, uh, great, um, benefits, it's so good. So here's a great sandwich idea fresh, fresh bread. The key right away, if you make the best ingredients, you put them in your sandwich, that sandwich is still going to stink if you have stale, bread so get all right good quality bread and in it something something creamy so it can be a mayo it could be a hummus it can be an avocado spread or just slices of avocado 
Next Yum. thing, something with some crunch, some slices of cucumber or some carrots. Next thing, something soft. The soft can be uh, tomato. It can be cheese. It can be a sweet potato and eggplant, as I, as I did. And then, um, and then, I, you know, typically I'm going to put something a little bit spicy in there. I actually sure. didn't. I didn't this time. Oh. I just wanted. I just wanted the the cleanliness. The the, the 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 summery airiness of the sandwich and get some get some sprouts get some sprouts put them in a fresh sandwich and um and just feel summer coming along right around the corner now do you do anything to those sprouts like do you add a little olive oil a little lemon juice anything like that or just the sprouts take them out of that box put them in uh, this was out of the box and in but sometimes absolutely you can season them salt and pepper you can put some um you know this turkish pepper i have which is a, a very a spicier pepper I, i'll put that and then uh, lemon juice and olive oil take really well to uh in fact that's what you take an avocado half an avocado and you put a bunch of sprouts you drizzle it with uh, lemon and, and olive oil it's a nice light snack buddy I, I love how you describe it, like something soft, like avocado or cheese. So you could use a brie, something with crunch, uh, pickles, yeah. uh, radish, whatever you want there. Uh, something that has some substance to it. So if you're eating meat, a little, a few slices of prosciutto would be beautiful. You got the, you got the creaminess from your mayo, your pesto, your hummus, your tahini, whatever you have there that you want to use to highlight it. Maybe you want to go spicy and you do like a sriracha mayo or some bomba, you know, you add all these different layers and you got yourself a beautiful sandwich and beautiful bread. It's almost like you're paying respect to the bread maker who made this beautiful loaf of sunflower sourdough for you. Absolutely. Your bread will not be disrespected, my friend. And also, uh, if you go online, if you're interested in growing your own uh, alfalfa sprouts, it is extremely easy. There's people who have videos like, uh, uh, you know, a couple minutes long, and it says uh, growing alfalfa sprouts in three easy steps. So if you are a gardener, a home gardener, uh, I would say uh, add this to your, uh, hey, and one thing that I really like that I know you'll love, you can sprout alfalfa in a, Mason jar. Mason jar, oh, sure. Yeah. You know, I had a uh, a little sort of metal mesh container that I would sprout mung beans in. Oh yeah. And you could do alfalfa, and it's it's very simple. You put the seeds on there, a bit of water. They sprout in a couple of days, and you can eat them. And nothing is better, my friend. Great, great. We're on the same page. Summer is around the corner, isn't it? Isn't it? Maybe. I, see I don't know. It doesn't feet. feel like it, man. It's been cold. <laughs> the sun's been out. I've gone out. You know those times when you're like, oh, the sun's out. I don't need a jacket. And then you go around the block and you're like, what the hell was I th- thinking? I'm yeah. cold as fuck right now. No, I know. Uh, Luckily, I never leave my uh, my little property here. So it's a short walk back in for the jacket. Let me ask you this. So you get this basket or this box delivered once a week. Is that correct? No, no, no. This is... Um, this is like maybe once, twice a month. It's not, okay. we've only ordered from them twice so far, but they have, you can order fr- frozen fish. This time we ordered frozen blueberries as well. Yum. And they, they tell you who the producers are. They're, you know, relatively local within, you know, feels like within a hundred kilometers, all of them. And they just sort of distribute them. And yeah, it's great. Have, really you, have you gotten something that you're like, what is this? How do I deal with it? And the challenge is on. I did actually, buddy. I got uh, rosemary. Rosemary. That's an easy thing to use, my friend. I I only use rosemary with meat. Okay. I've used it with with the steak. I think it's a great accompaniment steak with lamb and uh, and even chicken. It goes great with chicken. chicken. And I, yeah. I, you know, we 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 put it in potatoes, and it's it's so strong 
that it's like very much rosemary potatoes. And we still had seven eighths of our rosemary left. It was a thick, robust branch of rosemary. And um, it's kind of like it's on its way out. And it's always a source of shame when I can't use something to its fullest. You know, I'm very like the inventory of the fridge is something I'm very well, well aware of. And, and uh, also with inventory uh, comes garbage day, you know, okay. It's sure. garbage day. Wednesday on Thursday morning, Wednesday night, we're juicing oranges. These oranges will not go to waste. Well, let's get this stuff out. I'm making stock. Let's cut up the stems off the cilantro, yeah. add that to the stock. Let's use it. I'm kind of crazy like that. Okay. So can it's I give rosemary. you some rosemary? Can I give you some rosemary advice? Yes. All right. So rosemary Rosmarino, as we Italians say, Italians tend to use rosemary a lot. Listen, okay. I love rosemary. It's one of my favorite herbs. I'll take rosemary over oregano every day. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And I know that might be controversial. Oregano to me, uh, it's a little bit too strong. I think people are heavy handed with oregano. And so they spoil dishes with oregano. Interesting. I think the same about rosemary. Okay. This is a great conversation. Tell me what you do with it. So rosemary is one of those flavorful things that pairs so well with with a multitude of different things. So, for example, you mentioned oranges, right? Orange and rosemary, beautiful combination. You could have made an orange rosemary simple syrup for your drink. Okay. Let's say you don't want to do that. Still can. Still can. Now, the other thing with rosemary is you can flavor olive oil with rosemary. So you've got that sprig of rosemary. You're like, I don't want it to go to waste. Take some of your olive oil, your good olive oil, or what I like to call my finishing olive oil. So the olive oil that I use to finish a dish and you put that uh, rosemary in your olive oil three or four days later, it's going to impart a flavor of rosemary on your olive oil. You put that with some of that fantastic bread and my Mm. friend, the perfect snack. Now, Let's say, let's say both those things, you're like, okay, I've done that. I still have rosemary left. One of the things I love about rosemary is when you cook them with potatoes or when you cook them and that rosemary gets crisp, it is the most crunchy, wonderful thing ever in a dish. You could take your rosemary, fry it up so that it's crisp and then use it as a sort of uh, uh, condiment on top of various things, even on things like... uh, like a yogurt-based tzatziki or like one of those, uh, let's say you have some salsa, you want to add a little bit of that rosemary. Rosemary has all kinds of vitamins in it. Vitamin this, vitamin that. I don't know if it has K in it or whatever, but I'm going to tell you, it's got a ton of things. I'm sure it's good for your prostate, depending on how you take it. But uh, listen. Dr. Timpano is in the house, huh? I'm telling you, I, I I have a love for rosemary, both the name and the herb. Marco, those are very good ideas. You know, I think you know me. You know how I am with these things. I was ready to hear some horrible ideas from you. And I was going to tell you, you know what? Why don't I drive over the rest of my rosemary (laughs) to your home and you can stick it in your ass? You know, I was very excited to say something like that. That's how it's good for your prostate. You you robbed me of that opportunity. But there you go. Just uh, I'm looking at its. um, Do you ever chop rosemary up finely? Chop that shit up? Yeah, for sure I do. Okay, good. Because a lot of people think you only can use it in its natural, uh, needle-like shape. When we used it with potatoes, I I did chop it up quite finely, and it was was almost too rosemary-ish. I don't think I like it that much, but I, I do love it with lamb. God, I love it with lamb. Lamb and red wine and garlic are really a nice combination. 
For me, but, chicken chicken without rosemary is not chicken. Really? Yeah. Listen to you. Listen, Listen to do you. me a favor. Try it with orange. Orange, rosemary, simple syrup. What I'm going to say, if for you, the flavor is strong, go go light on the rosemary. Mm-hmm. Three, four little sprigs, three, four little leaves of it. Okay. Okay. I'm getting a suggestion here on the internet for rosemary yeah. tea as well. It can be steeped in uh, in water. You can make a rosemary tea. You know, maybe I'll try that. I think you'll hate that. I think you'll hate that. (laughs) I really do. You don't want me to listen. I wouldn't mind it. Listen, put a little bit of rosemary in your uh, chicken soup stock or in your stock, but go light on it. If you're the type of person who doesn't like the flavor or finds it a bit too powerful, go light on that, my friend. Okay. Okay. Sounds good, buddy. Okay. Something I wish we, yeah. This is a double episode sprouts and rosemary. It's a double food episode. It's good for us. Okay. Good for you. Something, uh, sorry, I interrupted you. There's something you wish we didn't have to that we could go light on is our next segment. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. We'll guess it, we'll mess it. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? So, for those of you who haven't heard this before, now. Because Ali can't be here, my wife is bringing my wife Amanda is bringing in the uh, the what's in Marco's mouth. Let me just make sure is that it's Ali. Working. Can I see him? Yeah. Can okay. you see him? Yeah. I'm going to show Ali what it is. Okay. Hi, She's Amanda. Sh- All right. How are you, Amanda? <laughs> great. She's great. She's going to show you what it is, Ali. Because I guess you guys didn't communicate on this. No, we didn't have the chance to. You between, didn't have the chance. Uh, no. You between made her my make napping. Some... Yeah. Okay. Between my right, napping and her drinking, it was hard to communicate. Okay. Oh, amazing. That's what it is. Great. Okay, she's shown Great. you what what the item is that I'm going to have to guess as she puts yes. it in my mouth. I'm going to ask both my wife and you to be gentle as you put this in my mouth. so that it, And tell me how big it is before you put it in. But the truth of the matter is, I was more gentle than your wife always. Uh, I, I like I like her being her. Uh, I like watching her be a ruffian. But you used to freak out even at the the slightest. Just the 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 presence of my finger near your mouth would make you freak out. So uh, listen, when you're blindfolded and things are coming towards your face and your mouth, and you you can't anticipate when it's happening because neither you or my wife kind of warned me that it's coming coming forward. It's it's a bit jarring. So I'm going to say this. Okay. You don't need a lot. Okay. Are you putting it in my hand or directly no, in my mouth? No, I'm going to put it directly in your mouth. Shit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> How big? Uh. It's called What's in Marco's Mouth. She tells him it's going in his mouth, and he goes, shit. Oh, my <laughs> God. What is this? Ugh. This is the worst. <laughs> it's like she put frog larvae in my mouth so it's liquid with uh a gelatinous coating of a seed is what i'm gonna say uh it's not funny you guys i i resent both of you right hang on just give me a second so it's it's astringent and it has like a um uh like a vinegar flavor a feel to it you know, we got fresh burrata in the fridge. I was hoping to get some burrata. That's what I was hoping. No, I'm getting this thing. Okay, can I have another taste of this this stuff? Okay. okay. You don't need a lot. It's really strong. It's got that kind of like, it almost like the seeds of, of tomato. No, I didn't get any of that. Didn't get any? No, I, I just got the liquid. Oh, okay, hang on. Uh, 
Oh, this is the worst, man. I know what this flavor is, too. I just can't picture it. It tastes like tomatoes, like the seeds of tomatoes with some sort of strong vinegar. Um, it's probably an Italian delicacy when you describe it that way, huh? Um, it's some sort of seeds that have okay, a open your mouth, buddy. It's going in your okay. mouth again. Okay. Okay. I need to feel this. It's caught in my beard, whatever the fuck this is. I think I just inhaled it. What is this? You tell us, buddy. That's the... A rotten cucumber. That would be the best. Oh. Okay, I'm going to go with my first guess because I can't guess anymore. And I I really don't think I should be ingesting more of this. Um, I'm going to go with cucumber seed... Oh, so watermelon... Oh, sorry, not watermelon. Uh, tomato seeds in apple... Cider vinegar. Okay. Okay, I take my blindfold off. You could not be more off. It is uh it is something you should thank your wife for giving you. Oh my first god. Are you serious? You are healing inside and your skin is probably getting better. You would use it as an ointment potentially. It's aloe vera. It's edible. It's aloe vera. You don't just take aloe vera and put it in my mouth. Like, did you just take that off the plant? Yeah. You can't do that. Yes, you can. You can't do that. Yes, you can. I lived in Korea. They drank aloe vera all the time. No, when you put it in a beverage, it's a different story. That is. No, no, no. You can. No one's poisoning you, buddy. In fact, you have to thank her. You probably feel healthier today, tomorrow. Do you want me to fire up the soda stream and I'll put some in a. No, I don't want any more of that. I don't think I should be ingesting it like that. I think when they do it. No, you're fine. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. This is great. Can you tell Amanda that that was the best? He said that was the best. He wants to know that was the best. <laughs> when I showed him the when I showed him the plant. <laughs> oh, I was already. I just knew him and the texture. I just knew that Marco and the texture was going to be a disaster. That's that's the worst. You guys are the worst. You two are the worst. Oh, I did not enjoy this. This is not called poison, Marco, in his mouth. I will okay. say this. I will oh. say this. I had beautiful gluten free. Coconut banana muffins all ready to go for one o'clock. You guys change the time. You get aloe vera in your mouth. Ali changed the time. Why am I the one who's getting punished for this? We're a unit, buddy. We're a unit. Uh, Healthline.com, Marco. Aloe vera gel and skin can be eaten. Uh, The gel in particular offers several health benefits. Uh, Be sure to wash the gel or skin to remove all traces of latex. Oh, I'm sure she didn't do that. I'm I'm sure sure she she didn't do that. that. That's for sure she didn't do that. I don't don't think we can... I oh think we can. Anyway, it's a, it's a natural uh, digestive aid. Okay, it's like your limoncella. You started with a digestive, now you're ending with a digestive. Good for you. Antioxidant. I'm going to shit myself. I'm going to shit myself that I had this. The opposite promotes a strong immune system, and the polysaccharides also have anti-inflammatory uh, inflammatory qualities. Buddy, I think you might start having this uh, on a daily basis. It can help can with your irritable bowel syndrome. No? Okay. Well, have you had it? <laughs> no, no. I can I just say from now on, can it just be food? Can whatever goes in my mouth, can it be food and not something that we grow on the shelf of our fucking basement? Like, I give you, I'm gonna give Amanda that she is nothing but resourceful. She is nothing if not resourceful. Looks around the house, not even in a place where food is. And goes that I'll make him eat that. But anyway, it's aloe vera. It's good. It was great. Oh, I'm just gonna it drink this martini because that's the only thing that's saving me right now. 
you I'll know, tell you her this. problem. Her problem is that she's worried that I'm going to know based on what we have in our cupboard, or our fridge. Yeah, of course. So well, she's yeah. got to go above and beyond, which you know, she, she is can't, doing. She can't hard boil an egg and put some sort of paprika on it, and I have to guess that. No, she can't do that. In her defense, you would even complain about an egg. You would be like, you bring a hard-boiled egg into the studio? This is a place of work. Now it smells like eggs for a week. You would always have a problem. So uh, God bless Amanda. She did such a great job. Marco, you uh, you did a piss-poor job, but you're healthier for it. You're healthier for that experience. (laughs) Look up (laughs) Oliveira and see how good things are in your stomach. That was the worst, man. Okay, listen, I want to say this. So Monday's episode, we're going to have a guest on. Yes. She's a cookbook author. She is a she she does cooking classes. She's a powerhouse in the crockery or or what do you call those things you put food in and it cooks overnight? Well, a slow cooker, but slow the cooker. crock pot might be what you're looking for, but yeah, slow yep. cooker is the is the general term. She has also described Marco and I as a great dog and pony show. I think that was a compliment. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. We're going to have Donna Marie Pie, spelled P Y E on Monday's show. It's great. I'm looking forward to that. Slow cooking has been, uh, I'm, uh, I would say, a valuable part of my life, the last decade especially. Do you have a slow cooker thing that is your go-to slow cooker? Let me tell you something. I have two slow cookers. Okay. And one, I, I worked for this company. Um, I'm not going to mention their name because they no. don't deserve that. No, fuck I, them. I, I was doing demos for them about different things that you can make uh, using their spices. Anyway, the the family, it's two brothers and their two wives, uh, yeah. their wives, you know, four of them all together. They were helping me dismantle at the end and great, but they were really moving quickly. They're like, hey, we got to go. We got to go. And one of the wives taking my slow cooker uh, across the street drops the uh, cover of the slow cooker. No. Doesn't tell me. Doesn't tell me. Just puts it in the back of the car, uh, really ashamed. And then later I go, oh, there was a cover missing. And then the guy goes, yeah, my wife dropped that. But don't worry, she's going to, she'll uh, she'll look in. She's already looking into how to re- replace it. Never never reached out to me ever again. Wow. So Class act right there. Class, Class act. act. I hold on to these things like an old Italian woman, huh? And I'm never going to buy you the spices. Don't bring my people into a situation no, that where I, your people I, fucked you over, all right? Don't bring my people in when your people fucked you over. Uh, she was uh, she was not either of our peoples, the, the oh, one no? who dropped the cover. But anyway, yeah, but I was mad at her peoples also for a while. I was very mad at that. What kind of person does that? You broke my thing. I'm doing this to help you people and help your company. Anyway. I hope she got athlete's foot for a few weeks and that's it. Everything's good now. It's been many years. It's been many years, but, but sorry, your question about slow cookers. Do I have go-tos? Yeah, man, I have, um, I, you know, and I, I, we're going to talk about this with, uh, with Donna Marie too, that I, I do this, uh, ribs. I do like, um, what are they called? Short ribs. Short ribs. Short ribs. Yeah. I do short ribs, kind of like a Mexican style short ribs. So there's cinnamon and there's cumin. There's a little bit of coriander. There's a chipotle. There, I put in a few like the dried chilies, pasilla chili, guajillo chilies, and I let that cook for like six hours. And it's, it's like, as long as you have like a, a bun, a, a, a really fresh bun, you stuff the bun with that this sort of like shredded meat yeah. and you put coleslaw on top of it. It is, I can feed people for days on that, man. It's This amazing. is what I don't understand, Ali. Okay. This is what I don't, and I'm doing the Italian shaking my, my closed hand uh, in, in your face right now. 
You know when you have a, a sports party, whether it be the Super Bowl or whether it be, I don't know, a figure figure skating competition you're watching on TV. Yeah, why yeah. why get pizza and wings when you can get your slow cooker? Throw in some short ribs. Throw in some pork shoulder. Make yourself get that get those good buns that you talk about, right? And then anytime you want, you just go to the the various slow cookers you have. Make yourself a beautiful sandwich and then go nuts. And here's my thing too. It's like I bet it costs less to do that than it does to get however many pounds of wings you need or party-sized pizzas for the gang. I'm with you, buddy. When I used to be a caterer, one of my favorite things to cater was Super Bowl. If the if we were, you know, we would have a, a three, we'd have like pregame, halftime, and then fourth quarter three distinctly different things. So one would be a chili typically, you know, with the, with nacho chips. Uh, one would be like baked wings. I wouldn't deep fry in people's houses with like a jerk chicken baked wings. Beautiful. And the other one would be like pizza that I made or some other kind of, you know, sandwiches. That kind of, and, and sometimes, you know, when people were really like complete animals, we would have like a, a, a snack every quarter plus halftime. So five different snacks coming and people would be like, what the, this is more food. This is crazy. And meanwhile, watching these athletes and just like high level athletes uh, performing at an incredible level. And we're just like, this is amazing. Just making ourselves disgustingly sick with like 5,000 calories, but so worth it. So worth oh, it every man. single time. Yeah. All right. All I'm going to say is add a little rosemary to that and that's it. And it's all there over. You go. Okay. Uh, buddy, I miss you in the studio because of how my wife treats me during what's in Marco's mouth. I'm just going to say that. I think she's a gem. I think even when we can be back in each other's uh, company, I think we should still call her down from upstairs and say, Amanda, you go. You feed this man. Put it in his mouth. Okay. You're a great sport, bud. I think you're going to feel great today. A lot of good stuff has happened. The mint. And the, come on. This is the alfalfa. alfalfa. We're, we're healthy. Limoncello. And the, um, yeah. I, I raised my, my quarantini to you. Definitely check out the Benefit Concert Series that uh, Mary Cantone and Jerry Dixon are going to be in at covidbenefitconcert.com. Go to our show notes if you didn't write that down, and you can watch it tomorrow night. That is Marco. I'm Ali. Thank you for joining us. Until we eat and drink again. We hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.